Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you today from the Eel Edwin Elder Library. And today we're going to be reading page 270 in the book on prayer by Brother Ken Gurley. Praying in the Spirit. If praying in the Spirit is the seventh and forgotten weapon, then we need to understand what it is and how it works. Ephesians 6 and 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplications in the Spirit. Being watchful to this and with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Notice a few things about this passage. First, praying is prioritized. We are commanded to pray always with all prayer. Second, our prayer should be in the Spirit. We do not pray in our own strength and intellect, but in the Spirit. Third, our prayer is inclusive. Note the many uses of the word all in this passage. All prayer, all perseverance, and all the saints. What Paul described here was to be an encompassing practice. Praying in the Spirit can be understood as praying in alignment with what, with God's will, connecting to and drawing strength from the life of the Spirit, permitting the Spirit to guide us in our prayers. To the Romans, Paul, and Paul said, The Spirit intervenes in our prayers because we do not know how to pray as we should. Romans 8 and 26. Top of page 271. There is, an, there is another aspect of praying in the Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians 14. Let's back up a couple of chapters and bring the thinking forward. In 1 Corinthians 12, Paul talked about spiritual gifts. Here he mentions, among other gifts, the gift of speaking in unknown tongues or languages in 1 Corinthians 12 and 10. In the next chapter, the great love chapter of the Bible, Paul begins with these words. 1 Corinthians 13 and 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, charity, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal, tinkling cymbal. Paul will go on with this chapter calling forward various gifts he mentioned in the preceding chapter, but understanding the importance of agape love. Not only should the gift of tongues or languages, known and unknown, be saturated with love, so should the gifts of prophecy, giving service, and so forth. More than a picturesque passage of scripture, it is a connecting thought to what is coming in the next chapter. For in 1 Corinthians 14, Paul urges believers to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Verse 1. In this chapter, Paul makes direct reference to praying in the Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion? that I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with the understanding. Okay, there's more of this um, chapter, but we'll keep that for tomorrow. So today we did page 270 and 271. Um, I do want to insert here, if I may, just a little bit of what I've been... I heard a podcast, or well, actually it was a, on YouTube, it was a live stream service, uh, a Bible study from... Terre Haute. It was New Life Fellowship, and it was Brother Jeff Harple, and he was talking about tongues, so I want to insert it right now. He was talking about how when you pray in, in um, when you're speaking in other tongues, you may not understand what it is, but a lot of times other people will hear it, and they will know, because he went, he went, um, he went to um, Russia, one time, and he was um, at some conference or something there, and um, he heard a woman speaking 
in English. And you know how you feel when you're around people that, um, in a, in a strange place and you hear somebody speak in your language, something you can understand. And so, um, that excited him, uh, to hear her uh, speaking. So after the service, he, he, he went over to her and was speaking English and she's like, she didn't understand what he was saying. And there was an interpreter there in, at the service that knew both Russian and English. And she come over and she asked the lady, she goes, do you speak English? And the lady's like, she didn't comprehend. So when she uh, asked her in Russia, and language, if she spoke English, she, she didn't. But he had heard her speaking in English when she was speaking in tongues. And she was saying, she says, I am God Almighty. I am Jesus God is Jesus, and Jesus is God. I am God Almighty. God is Jesus, and Jesus is God. And so that's so awesome. Then um, he went on and was telling about how his um, his Aunt Josephine, um, how she had come. She was a Catholic. Uh, they're um, Italian, and said so there's something about Italians. They think they have to be Catholic. So many of them are. But in St. Louis, it was like a whole community. They all kind of live in the same area. They were all Catholic, and his aunt would go to mass in the morning, but in the evening, uh, she happened to start going to this um, Pentecostal group service, and um, and it was just to, and it was there, you know, that she, um, she, she started to, you know, learn about the Lord, and so she ended up, um, the priest, uh, one of the priests, came by her house, and she gave him a Bible study, and so they brought a nun, and she gave her a Bible study, and they. Um, got they both got converted but also um he was he was at one of these services or I, I don't remember all the whole story you can tell I'm stumbling but anyway um he was somewhere one night when he was preaching I don't know if it was at this church or somewhere else but anyway his family to make a long story short his family got converted to Pentecost because of his aunt but anyway he was speaking somewhere in a service and he felt early in on, on service to speak in tongues, you know, felt the unction. And so he was speaking in tongues. And and then the service went on. And then later, a woman had come up to him, up to him and asked him, did he know how to speak? Um, I think it was German. And she, he said, no, he said, no, ma'am. No. She goes, I came here tonight. She says, I was um, questioning my calling. God had put a call on my life, and I was questioning it. I asked him to give confirmation and she said, um, she said that in the service, you did tonight. Well, oh, for, uh, he says, well, I hope you'll get your confirmation. She goes, oh, I did. Because when he had spoken that night, he was speaking in a language that she also, she knew both German and English and stuff. So, see, you don't know. My whole point is when you speak, says you speak unto God, not, you know, but God, God knows who needs to hear those messages. And he puts the, the right thing. So you don't know what you're speaking. If God chooses to give you the interpretation, because sometimes he gives tongues and interpretation to the same person. But if he doesn't, just know that it is of God. God is using you. So don't be afraid of tongues. I just want to say that. Pray in the Spirit. So anyway, well, God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.